Firstly, I'd like to pay my respects to the Ananu on whose unceded sovereign lands we meet on today. I'd also like to acknowledge their elders, both past and present, and would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge all First Nations people here today, both our own people and our global guests from the World Indigenous Television Broadcasters Network. This is the first time the World Indigenous Television Network has been able to reconvene in person since the last gathering in November 2012 on Gadigal Country in Sydney. Ten years ago, and they are here again with us today, ten years on to celebrate our milestone. For the year of the World Indigenous Peoples in 1993, I was asked to deliver a Boyer lecture for the ABC. Let me share with you how I began that lecture to provide some understanding as to why our First Nations media industry really does matter. We sat in the riverbed, me mates and I. We heard what you said about our people and oh, what lies. You spread your word and images too around the world for all to view. But one thing you forgot was the truth of the matter, the forgotten lot in a land of chatter. You told of our fighting and drunken roaming ways, all the white sightings which only your eyes can portray. You didn't know us or even understand when you took a guess and reported about the original inhabitants of this land. So back in that riverbed, we plotted and planned for our voice to be heard in this racist land. We're here now with our own sound waves to tell of how we became your slaves. The stories are rich and cultures strong. We will teach of the right and the wrong. So what's your voice, young white one? We now have a choice to correct your tongue. That little ditty was inspired by Mr. McCumber, one of the founders of Karma in Alice Springs, who in 1985 were the first Indigenous radio station licensed. Around the same time, Walpri Media was formed and started their own pirate TV service, soon to be followed by other remote communities. We saw the power of media and we wanted to tell our stories our way. We were sick of hearing and seeing others talk about us. We wanted to be seen and heard. Against the odds, we continue to build our First Nations media industry. We now have 35 licensed radio stations with 230 broadcast sites around the country with the capacity to reach 48% of our people. We have the Koori Mail, our national newspaper, along with a strong online presence in platforms such as Indigenous X, the National Indigenous Times, Indigitude, along with published content from all our organisations daily. We have a number of our radio stations with their own mobile app where you can hear them anywhere, anytime. We have a satellite delivered Narrowcast TV service in ICTV, where our remote broadcast sector share their content. We have production companies producing world-class and simply award-winning um, content. We also have three local Narrowcast TV services with ICTV in Alice Springs, Larrakia TV in Darwin, 
and Dada Galari TV in Broome. I think I've almost forgot one TV station, eh? Or what? Eh? Yeah, we got our national television service, NITV. All of this is ours as First Nations people. And every one of you, my First Nations people in this room and ones who couldn't make it here today, every one of you have played a role in carving out our place in the Australian media landscape. So be proud of all we have achieved because, as they say, it takes a village. I can, you know, Mr JP can talk all his stuff about me, but I wouldn't be here without the rest of you. So, you know, be proud. It's also pretty magical to be back here on Ananu Country, 10 years on from where we first launched NITV free to air in 2012 on SBS. When I came here for that celebration 10 years ago, I was newly appointed to the SBS board and it was such a wonderful moment in time to know that our national Indigenous television service was going to be truly national. You see, from 2007 up until 2012, NITV went out as a narrowcaster on the Aurora satellite, along with Foxtel and Ostar. It wasn't ideal. Our people expected that our service could reach them and all Australians in their homes, on their standard televisions, no matter where they lived. That just wasn't the case. And so for some, it was extremely disappointing. But also, let's not underestimate, underestimate what we had achieved up until 2012. We had got our television station started with a budget, albeit a very, very, very tiny wean budget in comparison to others. The hard yards of getting to originally launch the station in 2007 could not have been made possible with our without our amazing trailblazer. She's not here in the room. She had to go back to Alice, Miss Rachel Perkins, along with Sally Riley and many others in this industry that sat in that little Redfern office when we were, we were in lockdown because police were raiding the place and we were getting together the mastermind of how we were going to be a national Indigenous television service. And also, we can't forget the newcomer, newcomer to media at the time, Pat Turner. So a big shout out to all of you who helped to pave the way for our national television service. But there's one person I would particularly like to point out. She started with NITV in 2007 and is still with us, deadly woman, as the executive of Indigenous content across the whole of the SBS suite. She's the passionate, the one and the only, Tanya Denning. Tanya, the work that you've done over this time is insurmountable. Your leadership during this time has been just absolutely wonderful and it's been fantastic working alongside you, not only providing a bit of men mentorship, but also learning from you as well. So thank you.
In 2012, our TV station was given a lifeline by SBS, and for the last 10 years, not only our people, but all Australians have had the privilege of immersing themselves in our First Nations world through our news, our stories, our cultures and our lives. The last 10 years hasn't been a smooth ride. We had bumps, turns and potholes to overcome. When NITV and I suppose myself as a board member got to SBS in 2012, we struggled to find our place in Australia's multicultural broadcaster. I walked into my first board meeting in Melbourne actually with holes in my shoes. After being out here on Ananu country where they simply melted at the soles. So, you know, I felt pretty brave walking into this deadly board meeting with all these other mob with holes in my shoes. But at least I kept grounded, eh? The crew at NITV were relegated to the back of the bottom floor. And hey, perhaps at the time, it was the right fit. It kept the crew together, and with that togetherness, of course, came their strength. NITV in those early days of SBS were finding their feet, navigating themselves within the organisation, which quite frankly, at the time, had very little power in this corporation. It was an outsider, a newcomer to the block. But with the persistence, dedication and continued drive of the team, led by Tanya, and the growing willingness of the corporation to accommodate our needs, NITV eventually found their place. A place where we no longer sit on the periphery of this organisation, but sit at its heart, in both the cultural and operational fabric of the organisation, and also physically where staff now filter throughout the organisation whilst having their main office space right next to the amazing, the wonderful managing director, James Taylor, who has made some simply brilliant changes in SBS, changes where the corporation has realised that NITV is a representation of the oldest living culture in the world and what a tremendous honour and gift this is. I know it sounds simple enough, but it's not, especially when you consider that we have so many in this nation who haven't opened their eyes nor their hearts to us as a people, who haven't realised that they are living on the lands of a people that have the oldest continuous living culture in the world. I say that again. It is our strength. I'm really saddened to be leaving SBS board at this time. Things are only just cranking up, I believe. Oh, well, they've been cranking up for 10 years, but you know. We have an Elevate wrap, which will connect the oldest living culture in the world with our country's newest arrivals and everyone in between. We have a national indigenous television service that's just going from strength to strength in the content we create and the, big, and the business we run. You only needed to see the magnificent work on display this week and particularly last, yesterday by the team to bring you this magnificent celebration of NITV's 10th year as a free-to-air broadcaster. So Rana and Tanya, Tanya, thank you for that leadership. That concert yesterday was Murich. In my language, Nyungar language, Murich. This one, 
deadly. It was magic. I cried, I laughed, I sang, and hey, I even threw my walking stick away and danced. <laughs> so, Rimmer and Belinda, thank you so much for the leadership in that production. It was such a wonderful way to end my 10 years with SBS and NITV with regret. I say with regret because there were other things I really wanted to achieve whilst in this position, but I didn't. I certainly wanted to help increase NITV's budget, a budget from government that has remained the same for the last 10 years apart from the CPI. I also wanted to see stronger industry partnerships which could provide support to increase our First Nations content. So everyone that was in the SPA and NITV meeting yesterday, take heed. Let's, let's get an MOU sorted across the states. Let's get something written down across everywhere and with our federal governments to ensure that we can continue to grow our First Nations content with that partnership. I also wanted to help NITV realise that they too could broadcast in HD. I wanted to ensure that SBS's Indigenous content strategy is owned by everyone, not just in SBS, but is owned simply by everyone in this country, because that is an extremely empowering tool to see our stories on screen and on multiple platforms. And also, just like ABC, we too could have a safe portal for our young fellows to access our kid, kids' content with ease by themselves. I also wanted to change the SBS Act and Charter. I don't start lightly, do I? But um, I wanted to change the SBS Act and Charter to ensure that no matter who comes in to govern this corporation in the future, you know, like how we continually feel how it is every election period. Things change all the time. So if the SBS Act and Charter could ensure that no matter who governs it, NITV will remain at the heart of SBS pulsing strongly. First Nations Broadcasting and Media Services play a crucial role in keeping our people informed on all matters on essential information in a way that connects and communicates with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander audiences. This cannot be underestimated. Our stories, our way, told by our mob, available to all Australians, is what we continually chase and strive for. Our media has a strong and proud history. Our elders and leaders fought hard to establish First Nations media organisations and also to support our First Nations practitioners that work independently to ensure that our cultures, languages, laws and stories were represented our way. And we all continue this fight every day and with every breath we take. I'd like to invite our partners our screen agencies, you that are in the room, our allies, to fight alongside us with every breath you take now. So we are never ever the forgotten lot in a land of chatter. Thank you.